Hello and welcome to the GDI podcast, the online dating show presented by the industry's leading trade publication. My name is Sean, senior reporter at GDI. In each podcast, I'll be chatting to a variety of fantastic guests about how their platforms, products, networks, and more are changing the lives of singles all over the world. I also need to tell you about RealMe, the brilliant sponsor of this podcast. RealMe is doing something important for the world of online dating by making it safer. And that means more people will feel comfortable using dating apps to connect and find love. I'll explain a bit more about RealMe later on in this episode, but for now, you can visit therealme.com dating to find out more. On this episode of the GDI podcast, we're delighted to be joined by Alexa Eden, humane technologist at Algo AI Tech. She shares her vision for AI's integration with online dating and how society can continue to adopt technology in a human-first way. Hi Alexa, thanks for joining me on the GDI podcast. To start things off, can you introduce yourself and tell us about Algo AI Tech? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. It's a pleasure to be here. So my name is Alexa Eden. I'm a humane technologist at Algo AI Tech, an Israeli-based company that uses AI to facilitate matching, both in the dating and also in the employment spaces as well. So we're pretty excited to be on the tails and the and kind of the top wave of this AI introduction into the world. And most of what we're doing is really trying to ease human challenges societal challenges using AI. Yeah, we wanted to sort of explore a few of the exciting projects underway in the dating space, as you mentioned. So what can you tell us about these kind of projects, uh, things you've been working on in the dating space? So when we got together as a team, we started unpacking what are the biggest challenges that modern humans are facing today. And we wanted to apply our skills and talents to alleviating some of those challenges. Um, in the dating space specifically, we know that you know people are spending two plus hours a day swiping and really celebrating the match. And it's kind of bred this culture that isn't sustainable for long lasting relationships necessarily. So we wanted to kind of retrain the user and introduce something that was different. So in that, we focused on creating a user experience that actually facilitates meaningful relationships. And so far, it's been an amazing process to really understand what humans look for and what they crave and what they're looking for in a relationship. And in that, I think we've we've understood that when people know who they are at a deep level, they they know what they're looking for. And I think most people walk around the world today not really reflecting on who they are, what their values are, what type of life they want to build in the future. And if we start there, then and we help people start there, then the relationships that they'll build after that are are, are stronger, more meaningful, and filled with value and impact. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much. And I think the kind of intersection of AI and dating and relationships and what that means for the kind of culture and the kind of uh, the way the industry is at the moment. I think that's something we definitely want to explore in this in this conversation. So yeah, thank you so much. I, th- I think, you know, just wanted to um, touch on one of the platforms that you're working on, um, Moodrel, which focuses on the Jewish community, if I'm not wrong. So I kind of wanted to find out a little bit about you, about this, why you've decided to kind of create this platform for this specific community and how you're kind of navigating matchmaking in the Jewish community, which, you know, has often been 
something that human matchmakers are involved in, but now you're kind of having AI take over that responsibility a little bit. So how has that process been? Um, and so what are the origins of, of this platform? Sure. Well, I'll zoom into one thing that you that you just mentioned, which is I, I don't think that our intention is to take away human matchmakers, but I think it is to alleviate some of the strain that human matchmakers are going through and also human daters are going through. It's, it's really about alleviating the bottlenecks that are occurring in the dating process. So on the user side, when people are dating, they have a lot of options and they don't know exactly what they're looking for. So we're helping to facilitate that. And on a matchmaker side, they have a lot of people on either side that are looking for dates, but they can't really mentally process everybody and get to know people in a deep way and always be thinking about the right person. So what we're trying to do is help facilitate that more. And in the Jewish community specifically, they have been a lot more um, adjusted to using matchmakers. But um, also there's a big section and portion of the Jewish community that that has never been in touch with a matchmaker. So for those folks, this is a really interesting step in a direction of having someone in touch, someone I say in, in, in quotes, but someone in touch throughout the dating stages and process. So someone who's going to follow up after your first date and say, how was it? Oh, you didn't like their hair. Okay, well, is that something that you could look past if they changed their hair next time? Um, you know, and sometimes I think people today just need a little nudge to prioritize like their values. And our society is so trained to just see things on the surface. So we're really putting kind of, I would say, structures in place to support people throughout the process. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think something that you mentioned there was that, you know, it's not so much about replacing the human matchmaker, but supporting um, what they're trying to do. And I think that's something we see with AI. One of the kind of key benefits of AI is that they can do things at a scale that humans just can't do just because of the, the computing power of AI. And I think, yeah, you've you mentioned a few kind of examples there, but I guess, you know, to dive into that a little bit more, um, obviously, Algo AI Tech is so involved in AI and um, experts in that field. So what do you see really as a kind of the value proposition for singles um, when, when dating apps use sophisticated AI? I mean, because the conversation now, I think maybe singles might be feel a little bit like, worried, oh, how is AI, how is, you know, worried about how AI is going to be used when in the dating profile, such a personal human thing that they're doing. So what's your kind of, I don't know, pitch or your, what the value you see in AI in dating specifically? Sure. Well, as a humane technologist, my perspective is pretty unique in that I'm making sure that everything we're developing from the AI perspective is human centered. So it puts humans first in its design and development. So that's the first thing that I always say, which is when you know that there's a team behind the tech that is supporting your issue, the thing that you're struggling with, they have you in mind, when, when that's the ethos of the company, already you're one step further towards actually getting the solution done. Like we're using technology to our best abilities. Now, the second stage of that is we're using AI to help people get to know themselves more. So essentially it's a mirror that's gonna ask you questions to help you see yourself better. It's a pocket confidant. It's someone that you could be honest with that you're able to be transparent with and they're gonna really help you start to see who you are from that perspective. And I think a lot of people go through their lives without the ability to really have that support. If you're seeing a therapist, you're seeing them once a week. If you have close friends, they're only going to be able to listen to your stuff for as long as they can listen to it. And then they're going to want to talk. So, and even 
family is the same. So having that confidant in your pocket at all times, that's really learning you, getting to know you, and also doing that with every other potential option for you. It's saying those two hours that you've been spending searching for the match, it can now be put towards something else, towards self-development, towards reading books, taking care of yourself, things that are more human. So that's really our goal and our and our vision is to alleviate a lot of this time spent and to provide people with real solutions and real compatible matches. Yeah, it sounds like it's kind of a really effective mix between not sort of diluting the human element too much, but being able to do this at scale and have every single person have this confidant, as you say, in their pocket who can help them support them through their dating journey and you know, hopefully provide sort of a better dating outcomes for them. So yeah, thank you so much. I think that's a really important point. Another thing I wanted to ask, because uh, you mentioned there about, um, you know, being a humane technologist is that we have all these discussions about the potential of AI, but of course, there are also challenges that come with it as well. So what do you see as some common challenges, some common uh, areas where you feel that um, dating app developers can, should consider when maybe perhaps adopting AI themselves? Are there any kind of um, advice or insights you'd share for them? Yeah, I mean, I think we've already seen this in the way that AI has been kind of introduced into the world, which is people jumping on the bandwagon of getting resumes written for them, uh, responses written for them. It kind of creates this, it's not even you, like it's totally, you're just putting a couple inputs into an AGI and it's going to produce something for you. So I would say something to consider as kind of appealing as it may seem to add some of those elements into a platform, you know, ways to break the ice. Okay, well, why are you afraid to break the ice? Like, let's go deeper than that. Let's let's really unpack it further. So I think just for anybody who's in, interested in integrating AI into their platforms, I would say, is it really helping people be better? Or is it just going to help them pretend to be better even more? And we've seen a lot of people buff up their profiles. You know, they change their height and their age and what they do. And they the, sometimes the pictures aren't even them. And it, it's what it's doing is it's it's fueling the system of shallowness. And so I think what what we have an opportunity to do is really allow people to get access to a tool that's going to bring them deeper into themselves. And again, as a humane technologist, I'm always focused on and what we do at Algo is focusing on the human beneath everything and supporting people in that process because the next 10, 20 years is going to look very different once we start bringing these technologies into our lives. Um, and, and I think the companies that integrate this type of awareness into their tools will, will come out on top because that's what humans are going to need. As you say, it is a kind of topic right now where people are kind of getting on this bandwagon. But just through our discussion today, we've kind of shown one example of um, AI and how it can help people find themselves, discover themselves and what they're truly looking for. And I guess a, a more superficial kind of AI, like you mentioned with icebreakers, where it's kind of papering over the cracks a little bit and not really solving the, the long term issues. So, yeah, I think we have these kind of two examples that are kind of neatly um, juxtaposed to see, you know, two different ways that AI can be used. So I think, uh, you know, I kind of wanted to take a little bit of a step back now and sort of look at online dating because I'd really like to hear your perspective as someone who's, um, you know, involved not just on the technology side, but also someone who's really involved on the human wellness side and the, the, the health side of things. You know, online dating is a space where there's a lot of friction between technology and human emotions. So, you know, looking at this industry, do you have a kind of optimistic outlook on 
how technology and emotions and human health and wellness can be balanced? Or do you have more of a pessimistic view of, of how these two things can sort of continue to develop alongside each other? What do you think my answer is going to be? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'd like to hear why you... <laughs> of course, optimistic, because yeah. that's the best way to live in life. Elon Musk has, has the best quote. He says, I'd rather be optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right. Like, let's just have an optimistic view and build in that direction. And the best that we can do will, will come from that. And if we, the opposite is, is a whole different route. So I would say that absolutely human emotion and technology play together and it's going to play together more. A, a great example I have of this is before COVID, many people were like, we don't like technology. It's not good for us. You know, it was an older generation that was like, I don't understand this thing. Why would I use this? And then COVID happened and they realized that they were able to connect with their family overseas and stay in touch with people that they wouldn't have. And communities were built online. So there's always an, a, a positive to anything. I think technology is a neutral. Truly, it's a neutral. It's a matter of how we use it. Now, what gets more complicated is when we go into the future and we're using AI, it now moves way faster. So if we're not really intentional with what values we're putting into it in the beginning, it will take us to places that aren't really what we want. But I do think that people are craving a realness and they're craving emotional connection. Now, the more that companies and businesses and solutions can prioritize human emotion, not for profit, but for the raw fact of human emotion and interconnectivity among people, the better people will be off. So I think that's a main focus for us, which is how do we take all of the research from relationship science over the last 45 years, which is what we've done to develop our our systems, our algorithms, and our machine learning process is how do we take the psychology of the past, the technology of the future, and the challenges of today and make a solution that's going to really bring us in a direction that's positive. So that's our main focus. And we'd love for more companies to jump on board with that because there's a lot of challenges that could use that work, especially in the dating space. More than ever, dating app users are demanding better safety and security tools. Realme provides dating apps with immediate access to more than 275 verified reputation profiles, which include background information such as court records and sex offender status. Go to therealme.com dating to learn how they can integrate into your app now. That's therealme.com dating. Yeah, thank you so much. And I think you really highlighted something um, really critical there, which is that, you know, in the in the tech landscape today, it's, there's such fierce competition. There's always this um, constant need to innovate and come up with new products, new features and whatnot. And I think it's important to sometimes, you know, take a little step back and think, is this the right direction we're moving in? Are we kind of innovating just for the sake of innovating? And is, is what we're doing really human centered? So, yeah, I think that's a really great point. Thank you. And to touch on a little bit of what you just mentioned, I wanted to see from you if there's any sort of developments or technologies that you are really excited to see in the future, either with 
Algo AI tech or just generally um, uh, what what do we have to be optimistic for? Yeah, I mean, I'm I may be biased in this, but I really do believe that what Algo is building is is substantial and and different in that it's the levels at which it's going to support people in getting to know themselves at such a vast ability is really impactful, really, really impactful. And I'm excited to see what that type of self-awareness and self-education can do for the world. The more people we have that are holding at that level of self-awareness, the more we're going to be able to see a society where people want to see each other on that level. So if we use AI, which is what we're doing to support people in that process, we're not just going to see impacts in dating. We are, but we're going to see impacts in relationships, not just in romantic relationships, but in friendships and in business relationships. It's going to ripple out. So I'm very excited to see that happen. And I think the the second part of your question, which is what do we have to be optimistic for, is what what drives me in this entire industry is human evolution. Because when we are going to be, when we're alleviated from those two hours a day of swiping, and then we can invest those two hours a day in thinking about what are my hobbies? How do I want to spend time with my loved ones? What adventures do I want to go on? And that's in dating. But then what about when we apply that to employment? And what about when we apply that to other areas of our life where AI is going to really alleviate so much time spent on certain things that we can become more human? It's a very important choice. We're going to have to choose to spend that extra time more wisely. But when we do that, the world is going to be our oyster. And I'm really, really excited to see what comes from that. Yeah, thank you. I think that sounds like a really exciting vision for the world. And I can't wait for that to come to reality. So uh, sooner the better. So so thank you very much. And um, I just finally want to give you the opportunity to tell our listeners um, how they can keep up with you and all the developments happening at Algo AI. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, Sean, I just want to say thank you so much. It was really a pleasure to meet you at the GDI conference. It was my first time being there and I learned a lot. I met a lot of really great people and also just great to hear people so passionate in this space like that really want to make solutions for people. So it was great to be there and and great to be here today as well. Um, So listeners can find us at uh, algoaitech.com and and also... um, if you, uh, well, we have a we have a technology that's coming out soon that will be more interesting probably for the general public, but it's called A-Love and that's uh, probably something that people will want to tune into more so they can learn a little bit more about what's coming and, and how they might be able to integrate some of these ideas into their solutions as well. Well, fantastic. Looking forward to hearing more about that. So thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Pleasure. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast. I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guest this week. Make sure you join us next time, where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. We'll be having real discussions by real people about real issues. We'll see you then. But that's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI podcast.